Hello friends, welcome to Avatar The Last Airbender, the extended edition. I'm Ez. And I'm Lottie. And we are here to break down episode one, Aang. For some of you, this will be welcome back. But if you're new here, we are husband and wife that run two fandom podcasts together. Shell Cottage Radio, a Cozy Potter podcast, which is a Harry Potter podcast only. And the extended edition where we bounce from fandom to fandom, but often linger in a galaxy far, far away. And we are recording this episode in February 2024, and they have just released the live action show of Avatar The Last Airbender on Netflix today. And we went ahead and watched the first episode, and of course we want to cover it right away because I am a huge fan of this show, of this whole story of the characters, the music, Mm -hmm. the feels. I could go on and on and on. Uh, because the original animated show was released first on Nickelodeon when I was 12 years old. Jamie. The exact same age as Aang. <laughs> and it was it was released actually in the U.S. February 21st, 2025. Okay. So 19 years later. Little hint to our Harry Potter fans. Ding. <laughs> um, and then it came out about a year later in Germany where I was born. And there was a huge hype around it. And we were so excited because there were so many advertisements on Nickelodeon. And they actually had, I think this was the first time where I heard about a TV show releasing the first two or three episodes in the movie theaters. And I think... We were we were contemplating should we go or not, and we ended up not going. But we definitely watched the first couple of episodes right when they came out. So I watched the show while it was coming out. And back in the day, it was not released like this on Netflix, where you can just binge all of it, but you have yeah. to wait for the next week and the next week and oh the yeah. next week. Oh yeah. And that's how I watched the whole show. I loved it, and I rewatched it over the years, probably five or six times. Oh, come on. More than that. My heart is absolutely in it. And yeah. I, I want to say, though, I only know the show and the lore that's talked about in the show. I know nowadays yeah. there is some books and whatnot around it that I have not read. So I don't know any of the Kiyoshi. I know there's a Kiyoshi book. I always see it on um, Audible all the yeah. time. Um, it's being recommended. But uh, the Kiyoshi book, I don't know much so maybe it's time then no it it is time right it it is time (laughs) it is time it's time for you to step up into those books and start uh, reading there's several right isn't there more um are there graphic novels or is there i think so yeah it feels like there's more to this i know there's another series even after what i've seen i've only seen the first three seasons with you Mm -hmm. um you're such a huge fan that you were like uh we're not getting married until you've seen this oh yeah i introduced you to the show yeah just like you introduced star wars to me i thought i would at least have one thing that i could introduce to you that you have not seen because you have definitely seen more movies and shows than i have yeah but no this (laughs) this was a yeah when you introduced me to avatar i was i was blown away Mm -hmm. i actually just getting into i'm like okay cool fine whatever it's i know i burner i know i told you it's the beginning is very much for kids in the animated show we're gonna get to the live action show here in a second but yeah t- sorry right. tell us what you first thought of this well show. no just i wanted to mention that the first time you and i ever podcasted about anything whatsoever <laughs> was tr- actually <laughs> it was actually after season three finale mm-hmm. we had just watched it we were on my i said why don't you just you have a microphone there i had left yes. my headset in germany yes and i said just get on that let's just record something and somewhere buried is an old just my 
actual <laughs> reaction yeah. to the whole thing because I was blown. We blitzed through that final portion of season three, and I, I was losing my mind. So, needless to say, uh, Lottie is a huge, huge, huge fan of Avatar. I am. I've been brought along, and I love it. Yeah. I, I understand now all of the hype, and I, I, I get it. So once I got through the animated series, and, and we always are looking to, you know, we, we've always been like, we should get into it more, and yes. now here it is on Netflix live action, and it is it is a sick show. It is, honest to God, really good. So Yes, let's dive, I mean, let's dive right into it. Yeah, so. Some first impressions, and. First impressions, first initial reaction. I just want everyone to know, Lottie probably did cry, what, two, three times? <laughs> Sorry to call you out. You can go ahead and call me out. Who also was tearing up during this first episode? I'll say it. I was tearing up a little bit. And if you weren't, then I don't know. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. This is just not the show for you. Uh, because that was an emotional episode. Absolutely. Episode one, Aang, is absolutely emotional. I don't remember all of the... This is just our raw reaction. I don't remember all of the ins and outs and how well it paralleled mm-hmm. uh, to the first several episodes of season one. And I know they did some stuff that was uh, a little bit different, but the the emotion and setting the stage in in episode one was wild. It felt like everything went full circle. Yeah, you really got introduced yeah. to the world. So if you have no idea what this is and you you just jump into it, you're I I feel like um, the conversations really well yeah. led you into what is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, explained it, the whole lore. the history, right? Yeah, you already history. have now a hundred years in in terms of. Uh, history and understanding of what's been going on even though there's that brief intro in the animated series um it really lays it out there and you get this huge emotional connection to our characters yeah great i'm just gonna say this Mm -hmm. right at the start um this is probably my favorite ever like first episode of a show that's already been produced somewhere okay yeah and now is or or you know like a reproduction or a like reproduction a or yeah. a book that's been adopted yeah. you know books and movies are always a little different but yeah a reproduction um that was so well connected to the original and yet found a way to somehow condense it yet expand on the on the important things yeah. and bring it all together the first couple of episodes of uh, season one in just one one hour episode and it was I mean, they started it off a different way, but it all made so much sense to do it that way. And led, like you said, led even to newcomers. It was well explained, but to returning watchers who already know the show, you, you were kind of expecting, okay, we're going to start off at the South Pole. We're going to see Katara and yeah. Sokka. No, none no. of that. And this is full spoiler from now on. We're going to talk about exactly what happens in episode oh, yeah. one, right? So yeah. if you haven't... <laughs> if you we haven't just, seen it, you should probably watch yeah, it. Yeah, no, yeah. We just had a absolute like got off the couch, came over, turned on the mics and yeah. cameras, and here we are. So yes, yes. So they start us off instead of in Katara's and Sokka's timeline. They start us off a hundred years ago uh-huh. on the day when the Fire Nation declares war and starts the war and starts their first attack against the Southern Air Temple. And it actually starts off with a really crazy scene. Um, this earthbender is being chased by some Fire Nation guys because he has the secret plans to their attack. And he's going to smuggle it or bring it to the Earth Kingdom and so they're prepared. A he warning. thinks. Yeah. He thinks. Right. And we already see this chase and some sick bending action happening and you're thrown in right away. 
I love it. It's again, as a returning fan, you're like, who is this guy? Yeah. You have no clue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was wondering. Like, I was speculating. Like, are we bringing like, is this a scene from later, uh-huh. or is this a guy we should know? No, it's it's just a really strong Earthbender mm-hmm. um, from a hundred years ago. Yeah. That we don't know. Yeah, and he was powerful. Yes, he, he was. He was powerful. I mm-hmm. mean, the stuff he, he was throwing down. down there just to get that message out was like, wow. Yes. Yeah. It was amazing. And then uh, we find out Fire Lord Sozin. Mm-hmm. So Sozin is. Uh, he is not the grandpa, but the great grandpa to mm-hmm. Zuko and Azula. Yeah, because it's Fire Lord Sozin, Fire Lord Azulon, and then it's Fire Lord Ozai, which is the younger brother of Iroh. Oh, okay, okay. Um, which we will all learn probably later. Yeah, and then it's Zuko is his great grandson. I am impressed it's that you're already remembering all these different two names. generations ago. You are smoking yeah. right now. You are like literally on fire. <laughs> uh okay yeah yeah so because i was confused when we started i was like what is mm-hmm. going on who is this guy it's where's so our yeah. younger characters and and yeah so right we, mm-hmm, i get it and they catch that earthbender so his friend he actually um is able to bring the plants to the earth kingdom but he himself the earthbender is caught by the fire nation by sozin and then he learns from the fire lord himself thank you for doing that this was our whole plan actually yeah all along dang because they want you said at first you actually understood what was going on before I did. What were they doing? What was the It was a setup. Plan? Yeah, it was a setup. I was uh, so I was like, "Oh crap." I mean, as soon as he started talking like they the plans are going, they it, they let them get away. Right. I mean, this is the classic thing from Star Wars. Like Princess <laughs> Leia says to Han Solo when they get out the Death Star, "They let us go." Yeah. Right? There's a tracker on us. Right. There's a there's a setup here and it's perfect way to, to start this off yeah. so yeah the idea is that they're going to send they're going to take all of their warriors to the borders that they're mm-hmm. going to basically prepare get ready all the attention will be on the earth kingdom and that leaves other kingdoms areas vulnerable unattended and also the other nations will go and help the earth kingdom because they think okay this is the big kingdom that can withstand the fire nation and they think the fire nation whereas we have uh, the water tribes and the air nomads, they're kind of scattered on the map, right? So everyone thinks they're going to attack the Earth Kingdom first because they're this other big nation that can actually hold their ground against them. Right. Uh, can I say, so yes. Just uh, uh, so being a novice, it is, a- it is actually now making more sense because when I first started watching all this, I thought, okay, you've got the Fire Nation, mm-hmm. right? It's a whole nation. Right. And then you've got the Earth Kingdom, right. which is a huge kingdom. Exactly, yeah. And then you've got the Water Tribes. A tribe is a much smaller thing, and mm-hmm. right? And then you've got your the, the Nomads. And you yes. think of Nomads being sort of like in isolation, uh, like very smaller in, in number and spread out. Yeah. So... I, I don't know. I always thought of them as more all like four kingdoms, but and, I mean, re- I mean, they they are, but they aren't. Right. So they're just, right. just the way that they title them is very interesting. Mm-hmm. So Fire Nation, uh, Earth Kingdom and then Water Tribe and then the Air Nomads. Yes. And in one of the southern air temples, that's where we start our adventure with Aang during his time when he actually was supposed to grow up. Yeah. 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 When he was 12 years old. Uh, just playing with his friends and uh, being trained by his master, Gyatso. And they were all getting ready for a festival. Aang tells Katara later he's friends with the Fire Nation. He has friends there and they visit each other all the time. So they're just celebrating a huge festival uh, for the comet that's about to arrive. The comet, we know, is enhancing the Fire Nation's skills. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Fire bending is stronger when there's a comet arriving. And we learn that there is a comet coming later as well, probably at the end of this season. Yeah. But anyway, they're getting ready for this huge festival and can't wait. He's just having fun. He's running around and they capture that so well. I was wondering, how are they going to realize airbending? Right in in live action, how do you show airbending? Oh, how do you show the, it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because in the animated show, you can kind of show the air. You see, you actually see the air balls that they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, underneath them when they ride them, right. and in the, I think they did that so well because you can kind of tell, but it's not visible. Yeah, it's still blurry, air. and it looks yeah, it looks you can like see it, the air current. It looks real. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. th- that's sort of the thing is that the visual effects look really good. When we first and when we started with the Earthbender and the and the firebenders like they were that was legit in the beginning yes. it was very high definition yes. really good detail and so then you're right yeah as you continue uh to the air nomads they're they did a great job do, do, you know with their bending and the visual effects yes oh what i forgot i loved when they did the whole uh here fire nation is declaring war and then over to the air temple in between they explained the avatar and that he or she's supposed to bring balance to the world, but it was Kiyoshi, Avatar Kiyoshi, who explained that to you. I thought it was really neat. Um, anyway, so overall, actually, we were just going to talk about our first impression, but overall, the first impression was phenomenal. Of uh, The first couple of scenes, the costumes also look amazing, I think. Clothes of the Air Nomads look so real and so well connected to the original show. And also the water tribe that we see later on. I, I just, the red and yellow plus the blue and white from the water tribe, it just looks so great together. Yeah, it was really sharp. I mean, yes. I think Aang looked really sharp when he was there at the at the village and yes. stuff. So the tattoos look great. Oh my gosh, there's some high definition on those. And especially yeah. when they light up, I was like, holy smokes. Mm-hmm. And we get to see a bunch of that in this episode. We got to see yeah. Avatar State like crazy. We did. So I was, Surprisingly I was shocked. Already. Shocked, actually. And one of your biggest things, I think, and I don't know where you, I don't know where you're at in your outline here, but mm. is the uh, the music. Yes. Yeah. I love that they picked up the original music, lots of it. They changed it a little bit, but I think the music is one of the biggest, strongest pieces of the original show. And I th- I would would have thought, yeah, if they go with a different music, it has to live up to the old music, or it has to be somewhat the same theme, yeah. because the music was had had such a strong emotional connection to the whole show right especially when they do the acne kai like the fights they do yeah or when avatar state like there's a certain music that hits whenever the avatar state comes up right just like the theme of the force will show up in the later shows in oh yeah sure rebels you will hear it again right yeah, yeah. and that's a theme that just has to come back if it's star mm-hmm. wars you need to hear it, it yeah just yeah yeah, it's such a strong I, connection. As <laughs> soon as it came on, and I mean, you literally put your arm up and you're like goosebumps. Goosebumps. You're like, goosebumps all over yes. the place. And I was like, wow. And we were just sort of emotional the whole first part of that. I mean, mm-hmm. when he's talking to his master, Jamie. Oh, that was so good. Oh, I will always be your friend. Yeah. Always. Monk Yatso said that. Something about that. Something. Almost like he knew. Yeah. And that, oh my gosh, it just. And especially when he said the line, something like, there'll come a day when, when you'll wish that you had spent more time with, with your, your master. Teachers, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, um, 
you know, and he's just laughing, saying that he has no 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 idea. But that's that's just wisdom, right? Yeah. That, that's for all of us. There will come a, a, that time yes. where people who we love may be gone. Yeah. And so you can instantly start to connect to this in a lot of ways. Yeah. Even though it's like they're they've got powers and they're in a very different world and stuff, but there's all this real good human connection. Yeah. Uh, master apprentice, as well as like <laughs> young kids, it feels relatable in a weird way even though it's Mm -hmm. like they're the air nomads what i mean it's wild but they're still running around playing and there's just uh it's cool yeah yeah. loved loving it so far they did change a little bit the the timing of this because in the original show ang doesn't what's going like about the war he doesn't really know uh his master tells him just a little bit that there's conflict arising they haven't officially started the war yet but they know it's about to come upon them and that's why they pressure him you need to tell Aang who he really is because yeah. Aang doesn't know. And we learn this in this episode. He's told he's the avatar, the master of all four elements, the one who brings peace and balance to the world. Yeah. I have to say the acting in this is also really good It is for younger actors. I was I was shocked, yeah. actually, because really Aang's good. emotion, like just the look on his face yes. when he's told this. The drop in his gaze and everything and his demeanor, his face, you just watch it and you're like, wow, this is really kind of like soaking in. Yeah. And I felt, you know, there are some, there's, oh, there's going to be some awkward delivery and awkward moments with, uh, and it's meant to be like, that's a Nickelodeon mm-hmm. thing, right? I mean, it's yeah. just, it's, it's okay. But uh, I thought when the moments were serious and they needed to be really good and the acting needed to really step up and convey a lot of emotion, yeah. these actors, these kids are doing a great job. Yes. Doing a great job they because are. I was like, wow, it's easy to draw that right as an as an adult into these. Well, not easy, I shouldn't say. But like when we were watching the animated series, like mm. you have a lot of control over those things that you want mm-hmm. to kind of convey. These kids, these actors need to bring it and they need to bring it mm-hmm. out. And already they're doing it. And it's just and now we're only in episode one. And I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm floored. I was floored. I was like, yep. let, OK, let's record. We got to get back to episode two. But I mean, yeah, like there's there's so many good moments and good parts in this that I'm. Yes, it's yeah. so packed because we start off with Aang learning that he's the avatar. Then he goes on. He needs to get away from everyone. He says, I don't want this power. I just want to be a normal kid. Yeah. I love banana cake. Yeah. I love running <laughs> yeah. around playing right. airball. I'm not someone who saves the world. Yeah. Um, no, no. So he wants the, the classic. He just wants to escape from his responsibility. Yeah. He never asked and, for. Yeah. He never asked for. It. And he's also, as you said, he's a kid. And this this all happens very fast, very, very quickly, mm-hmm. very unexpected. And so, you know, Sokka later when he calls him a coward, kind of a little harsh, buddy. But right. I mean, this all it was cool for us, the audience, to be able to see what that was like and go, you guys don't get it. Mm. You don't get it. You will hear in a little bit. And at the end of the episode, when they go back, he sees the ruins, right, of his temple. Yeah. It really sinks in, I think, for them. I think for um, Katara and Sokka, they're like, wow. It's okay. so full circle that they did that yeah. in this episode that yeah. they started off at the Air Temple where we see him thriving nation, his friends, his master. And yeah. then at the end in the same episode, he revisits that place and like sees, you know, yeah. the skeleton of his master. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I mean, oh, they, I mean, who wouldn't go into Avatar State at that point, though? Yeah. He does go straight into Avatar State. No, yeah. uh, don't blame him at all. Um, but one thing I want to back up a little bit that was mm-hmm. really cool. So save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80 percent lean ground beef for three forty nine a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink or Arizona tea for 77 cents each all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We're going to get to everybody's favorite character. Um <laughs> Uncle Iroh here in a second. I yeah. Some of some of you thought I was going to say, I mean, Uncle Iroh is my guy. <laughs> like, whoo, uh, love that character. Yeah. But Sokka was never, I know kids love, He's he can be annoying and funny and all those different things. He just, he's a lot of emotions. Yes. And and they, they use him in a lot of different ways in the animated series. And uh, this kid is killing it. I he think is. he's doing a great job because you were like, he has to be funny. I know. Before, and like the first time we saw him, I was just, I didn't see him yet. I just noticed, oh my gosh, he has to really get into the sock. Like everything that Sokka does is like you yeah. said, a range of emotions, but he's also the funny guy and not to make it ridiculous, but like actually like deliver the lines. So they're, they hit home and it's, they do. He did. And I, I he just want to absolutely nailed it. For sure. I want to say to the cast, too, we're going to get acclimated on everybody's names and stuff and get used yes. to these new individuals because we just dove into this yeah. and uh, we're kind of blown away. We weren't even so sure we were going to be over here on the microphones, but it's that good that we were like, Let, no, re, let's the go. Emotions are running let's high. Let's go. So we will get acclimated on it because yeah. I'm like, I'm wanting to know everything about all these different individuals now because mm -hmm. they're they're so cool. They're doing such a good job. Uh, but that moment, though, when Zuko shows up and he's outside the gates and you can see it. There's this sort of like fear, like what is going on? He's still very much a kid. Yeah. And Sokka was left in charge. Yes. And holy mm. smokes, he steps up. I mean, again, unfortunately, you know, I think had had Aang been there, right, and somehow even survived the temple attack or whatever, he would be a lot like them. He right. happened by circumstance to be away from all of that, yeah. got caught in a storm, unfortunately, couldn't make it back, and was just right. trying to get some air, right? Clear his <laughs> yeah. mind. Yeah. Um, get some air. Wow. Um, <laughs> but but they, I think they inspire him a little bit, which is pretty cool, because yeah. he's the avatar, but yet he's inspired by them. Yeah. And Sokka, for sure, because he steps out, he's like, no one's ever done that for me. No one's yeah. ever fought for me. Yeah. And, and really challenged him to single combat well yes because you're right because he was the one who was supposed to fight for everybody now here's this mm -hmm. other kid fighting for him but mm -hmm. who who actually initiated it it was katara she yeah. i mean sokka in the end stepped up right it was right. katara who changed his mind and uh yes yeah, now we're full on into south pole southern water tribe and i love how they changed the scene and atmosphere of the ship the battleship that that was stranded in the southern oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. water tribe, where, she, right? where she's waterbending. Exactly. For, yeah. for her, it's a place of um, oh, what do you call it? Where you just go and retreat. Uh, retreat. Yeah, sure. She Solitude. It's quiet. It's quiet here. Yeah. I mm -hmm. can do my bending without anyone mm -hmm. watching me. In the other show, no one would go near that ship, and they accidentally, when Ang was there, he was just like daring her to go on the ship and let's explore and yeah, yeah, yeah. They were accidentally firing some of the old flares or like yeah. fireworks, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and they accidentally set those off, and right, that's right. how again Zuko was drawn in even more. And right, knew right. Something was going on. You know, so I mean, that's a great point because she's that's a place of. I mean, that symbolizes sort of like destruction, and mm -hmm. it's it's a. It's a scar right near their 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 tribe yeah. and for her to go there and face those fears and right. to be also water bending in defiance yeah. in that ship is it's a pretty so cool. it's pretty cool. It's a really clever way, I think, to kind mm -hmm. of uh, I, I think where they made changes and altered things, they did it in a way that was super respectful and yeah. super and, and really, I don't know, amplified 
the emotion or the message or theme in that moment. Yes. So I'm very well put. Yeah. <laughs> just blown away. But because I thought, I don't know, like it's, I, I saw there was eight episodes. And I was like, it's gonna be a lot to cram in eight, eight episodes. What are they doing the whole season or whatever? And they are just nailing it. I think we're yeah. going to come to a point where you also you were kind of pointing out the differences to me yeah. uh, in terms of like what happened in the animated series, then how they cut some of that out. And I, I had to kind of think, yeah, they actually do go on Zuko's ship later for the rescue mission, but they decide not to do that. Right. Um, yeah. To save them t- some time. And they still show us yeah. enough of the ship and the, right. you know, Uncle Iroh and the room that sure, Zuko sure. stays in and what's, you know, the obsession, what kind of, yes, the obsession, yep. what kind of person is Zuko at that moment. And I love how they also, the water tribe always felt like Southern water tribe. There's not much there. I felt like they expanded on that in a very cool way. They actually have this bigger igloo or tent where everyone meets like kind of like a yeah. commons yeah. area where they talk all of them talk to ang yeah and i thought it was really cool where there uh was old oh we see it right now actually where grand grand explains the history Good old again grand grand and she remembers that was another chill moment yes <laughs> i was i was getting chills when she spoke i was like wow yeah she tells the history and takes us back through kind of the intro to the episodes, right? Yes. Like, and you're like, uh, okay. And you could see it again on Aang's face and everyone's sort of like looking back at him like, mm-hmm. um, this is the, this is yeah. a, it's also just, I think super, I mean, in a weird way, it's like, it's cool that you're right there with this water tribe who is seeing that to them, the air nomads are like the airbenders are legends. They only in le- yeah. myths, legends. Myths, yeah. yeah. Like there's, they're no, they're no more. Yep. And here's one. <laughs> just Probably way out of, of place and yeah. one of the strongest ones ever <laughs> right yeah it's so yeah. wild and then zuko arrives they have that fight Sokka steps up he has no chance because he has no bending that's his whole mm-hmm. arc right is yeah. he's a warrior he's always been a warrior he had to step mm-hmm. up for mm-hmm. his dad but he never had those bending powers and he tells katara even hide your bending powers that's everything he learned when he was little yeah is his tribe was eradicate. All the women were eradicated yeah. because of bending. So to him, it's, it symbolizes something that he a quite doesn't understand and b is scared of because it meant it had so many negative consequences for his tribe and family. Um, and here he easily gets beat by Zuko, of course, who's been training all his life for this moment to catch the Avatar, and he expected someone old well trained for i mean for a hundred years he was ready to fight and then Mm. this kid comes along yeah right it's he's just a kid but right right. man that was the moment when i got chills is when he just like shows all his bending powers and then but he knows they are outnumbering him and he wants to protect now the ones that protected him katara is like we gotta save him Mm -hmm. Sokka, Mm -hmm. you you see it in his face he's like no yeah he knows he yeah. doesn't even say it right. but he just gives all responsibilities yeah. to the next oldest mm-hmm. boy in the tribe they're boys they're just kids actually they just yeah. are growing yeah. up but he's now the oldest yeah of the tribe yeah it, it is kind of <laughs> it's funny because they're like it's such a, a like a meager defense and he is in charge of the defenses Sokka, and he's uh, giving these these last parting words and this instruction and I, I sometimes think about it in legendary terms, which is like, you know, the, the children of that village will remember the great Sokka yes. who like defended them yes. and went after. And to us, he's kind of silly, the silly character, but to them, he's their hero. Oh, when they come back, right? uh, he yeah. is the hero yeah. who who brought back the Avatar and helped him mm-hmm. to bring peace and balance to the world. I mean, yeah. he and his sister are 
the biggest heroes of that tribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, it's cool. It's so awesome. Yeah, I can't. I, I love the Water Tribe. Yeah, um, we got it over here on the side. We almost <laughs> yeah, can't I know stop. we're always peeking over there. Yeah, visually, it is. Uh, it's it's stunning because we keep looking over. Yeah. and just just blown away. Appa. Haven't said Appa yet. Oh, he looks Holy. so good. I yep, always yep. think it's magic. How do they do that? That he looks real, and when Ang is cuddling him, he's like he's yeah. Just he like so went up and hugged his nose, and I was like, that looks so real. It looks so good. How do they do that? I, I don't clue. know, but it's I, great. I can't wait for all the ambience videos to come out. And oh, just I know. <laughs> chill with Appa, you know. I love it. <laughs> so. um, but let's talk about one more thing that you noticed, and you where you talked about uh, something that that you think is really cool when Aang is on the ship, the Fire Nation ship on Prince Zuko's ship. He is in his cell and who visits him? And this is again, a little different from the original show, which I like, I like this change so much that they meet and talk for the first time. So early on mm-hmm. uncle Iroh visits him yeah. in his cell, which by the way, we haven't really decided. We, we got, we're so anxious to get in here and, and record and just talk about this together yeah. and to share with you guys our excitement that we didn't really decide whether we're going to like go into full spoilers for, you know, whether you've seen it. Because some people might have not. They might not know these characters. might all just be brand spanking right. new to them. And I almost said some major spoiler for Ooh. him that I was like, oh, wait, I, I so guess. So should we not talk no, about that? No, I guess that? I should just tell people that like we are, we are going to spoil stuff. I don't know how we're not going to because I'm, yeah. I'm not as, as uh, fluent yeah. in this universe to not stumble and yeah. say something that is spoiler because I yeah. just about did. So yeah. in case you've never seen it and you're like, you know, I really just want to go and watch that and, and, and not have it spoiled. Thanks for the download and come back <laughs> when you're when you're done and yeah. let's talk because I there's something going on here. This the reason they put this in early mm-hmm. is foreshadowing. Yes. They are foreshadowing uh, right out the gate because actually in the animated series the way they do it is in Uncle Iroh's nature is very laid back, mm-hmm. calm. He kind of he knows what is going on between uh, the Fire Lord and Zuku. Like he they understand he understands the dynamic between father and son. He understands what's yeah why he's on this impossible mission. He alludes to it in this episode. And then when he goes in, you can just see it uh, in his face, like that he recognizes the avatar and what that means mm-hmm. to him. And he's very clever. There's a guard. They, yeah. they they put a guard right there. So he can't speak openly, freely, uh, mm-hmm. necessarily. And you might think, well, what are you, what are you, what are you getting at there, Ez? Uh, well, that's the spoiler. Yeah. Is that I, I would, so I don't want to go into all of it. But I, to me, that is exactly why it's just that why they put that scene in there. They put it in there to show us something about that character, that he right. came with a reverence, a reverence yeah. to the Avatar. And he was very clever about how he worded things and offered him tea. And yep. and that's also a thing that they do in a lot of mythologies. Once you mm-hmm. When you offer your enemy or your prisoner like food or tea or whatever, you've basically granted them safe stay exactly essentially yeah so like they're under your protection right. if you will and that was uncle iroh so yeah i love it i love him and i, I love that's that's captain tiva in star wars by the way just so you guys yeah so uh huge star wars really, connection here really cool and again yeah. like we said we're gonna be diving in all these different actors i got them all pulled up here and we're mm-hmm. gonna, be, gonna be uh, uh very good digging <laughs> into them later so but yeah yeah it was it was a great scene for me and i, I love i love his character and i love his arc and yeah. uh yeah i'm i'm ready and uh, when Aang asks him, is that what you believe? After he told him, we need you to get you to the Fire Nation because that's how we end the war. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You mean 
the end of the war. And Aang's like, is that what you believe? And Iroh doesn't really answer his question. He just say, oh, I must leave now. Mm -hmm. But I look forward to many more conversations with you, Avatar. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, just just well done. It's just so well done. Um, and there's not much of him. There's there's not much of him in this episode, and that's good. Yeah. I think he'll, he'll his presence he'll will start to grow. Yeah. Zuko is is way more important. Getting to know him and his what he's his backstory and his obsession and stuff mm -hmm. is going to be, I think, yeah. uh, you know, more important. Yes. Front end. And like we said, they left out the whole fight on the ship. It's just Aang would have escaped almost on his own. He gets shot down by Zuko, and then Appa shows up, and Katara kind of catches him midair. And then there's one final shot that they try they try to shoot Appa down, but then Katara. They had this moment earlier um, in the ship, in mm -hmm, the um, mm -hmm. ship that was stranded, where Aang helped her explore her oh powers as a bender. Find balance. Pa find balance. Let go. Right. And then in that moment, she just. It was easy. Easy, easily. They were up in the air, and she just shot some water up to uh, combat that fire. This, there, okay, there's a reason I, I on, on one viewing of this, when the animated TV show, when you, when you took me through it, why I started to connect to it like in such a crazy way, and they did it in that moment where Aang is sort of training or passing on the knowledge of his masters yeah. to her, yeah. and how what they it's taught him powerful. about seeking balance, yeah. and everything that's going on in Star Wars right now is about that master-apprentice mm -hmm. relationship, right? And that the apprentice is the master and the master's master yeah. and the master's master. Oh, it's so great. And it's it's awesome. It's, it's, it's all there right here in this show. This is full of these master-apprentice uh, relationships. Yeah. They all find their masters, even yeah. Sokka. Yeah, even, even Sokka. I know. Finds... I thought about that earlier. I was oh, like, oh, it's oh, so boy. good. It's <laughs> so good. Yeah, gosh. Anyway, at the end, they come back, like I said, full circle. They go back to the air temple um, Aang has his moment. It's terrible, emotional. He enters the Avatar state. And this is probably, for me, the only moment. Mm, I was not so sure how they did that. That was the only moment. There's so much I loved. Mm -hmm. And again, this is all coming from a standpoint of a consumer. Just yeah. how do I how do I like the show? How do I enjoy the show? Sure. Yeah. And it's been so mind-blowingly good, this first episode. I'm so happy with it. That was the only little moment where I thought, okay, is when he's up in the air. And I already thought, how is Katara going to reach him? Because she... She kind of did, though. She used to just hold his hand. And that yeah. touch was right. what brought him back. They're not there yet. It's happening. It's okay. Right. <laughs> it will happen. Uh, she just called out his name. Yeah. And then he heard Katara at the same time remembered his master, Kiatso, mm -hmm, and said, mm -hmm. I'm always going to be your friend. Mm -hmm. So the theme... Of friendship is what brought him back yeah. down to earth mm -hmm. and he could brought balance basically brought, yeah yep. in that moment yep restored him to balance yeah she was calling out his name and and again there's um these are his new friends mm -hmm. and they've stood up and they've fought for him yeah and so now he's got to he's processing right the loss of all right. of his his other uh friends and masters and teachers yeah. and and family not easy yeah he lost everyone right mm -hmm. so now he's gonna process that and then he's going to um yes essentially honor them through everything that he's going to do uh, right he realizes yeah. he has to fulfill his role now he has to step up yep. uh katara and Sokka. no we need to guide this or we have to help him with that we can't go back we also am going to endanger everyone we know if we bring 
Aang back to the Water Tribe. So they know what they have to now begin this journey uh, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. Aang has to find masters, go learn all the mastering all the ele- ele- mastering all the other elements. <laughs> Too many L's in there. Too many L's. Uh, yeah, which uh, kind of sets us up for the whole rest of this season. Yeah, and show. <laughs> It does. And so with that, I think we're, we're again, just overly excited um, and just had to get our thoughts out here to you, to you guys, mm-hmm. because I am I am I'm really excited. I honestly got a little emotional a few times when the yeah. music kicks in and there were just some epic moments. People are already invested because uh, once Netflix got a hold of the animated series back in the day, it just it, it blew up again. I mean, so for, I think, uh, younger sort of fans of the show who grew up with it like you, then it came back out and it just there was a second boom to this. And uh, I'm really, really, really glad that they capitalized on this live action. Yeah. So we're, again, episode, hopefully by episode three or four, we're not changing our tune. I don't think we're going to, which is sort we'll of why see. we jumped on here. Uh, but we will definitely be back. Um, we're going to kind of take it uh, episode by episode mm-hmm. and just binge it this whole weekend and then and then drop all these episodes for you guys. Which, uh, to our friends who are our Star Wars uh, listeners on this channel, we will be back. We have seen Bad Batch, just so you know. So season three is is out, yes. and uh, awesome. we've watched the first three episodes. Fantastic. But just so we didn't have to drop a Bad Batch episode and then drop all the, um, <laughs> you know, all the, all the Avatar stuff, mm-hmm. and they'd be all like separated. We're gonna binge the Avatar, and then we are going to get into uh, Bad Batch season three. So stay tuned yes. for that. All right, friends. Thanks for extending your Avatar experience with us. We are jumping off here and right back into episode two, Warriors. Stay tuned for more. If you have thoughts uh, and you'd like to share those with us, then send us a message to theflannelwizard at gmail.com. That'll get you stuck. That actually, that Gmail, and for some of you guys who know, I am the Flannel Wizard. I have had that Gmail for quite some time. I love it. Uh, And I do check it. So please, if you have messages about, I guess, anything, really that's not star wars related uh send it to send it there if that makes sense that and makes then, a lot of sense yeah because i'm gonna be doing a lot of star wars stuff and i still want yeah. folks emailing me at star wars hangout 77 so um two emails for you now to hit up uh or follow us over on social media at the extended edition yes and if you're interested in harry potter as well we have like we said in the beginning and all harry potter podcast it's called shell cottage radio or check out on YouTube the extended edition where we post a lot of Harry Potter and Star Wars content. And maybe in the future, some Avatar content. Some, yeah. uh, what else do we have? Some House of the Dragon content. Oh, yeah. Some Lord of the Rings content. Rings of Power. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's all coming down the line. Yep. So. Um, yeah. So we're excited, friends. And, yeah, we kind of just surprise dropped this on everybody. So I feel like people who got to the end of this are going to be like, uh, Ez and Lottie, what the heck? Yeah. Sorry, friends. <laughs> we just changed everything. Over. Too many things we want to talk about. Too many things we want to talk about. And I just yes. figured uh, what better way to do it than just to kind of take this podcast and just, just go crazy. This was fun, crazy. though. Yes, I know. Let's get back over here and watch episode two. (laughs) Uh, We will see you guys in just a little bit. Uh, Have have a good one. We'll see you next time. And remember, yip, yip. (laughs) Yip, yip.